0: And welcome into the CSS DFS podcast. My name is Daniel Dopp. I'm here with Mike Clay. Today's show is presented by Geico. Switch to Geico and see all the ways that you could save. Our buddy Al Zeidenfeld joins us like always. Alvin, how you doing, man? It's good to see your head there bopping back and forth. I, but
1: the song's a bop I'm always uh, every time I <laughs> we start this show I can't help but just sit here and do this while the theme song that's plays true. because it's such a bop
0: that's what your head does Alan it's not it's a pretty looking head we're really glad to be able to see it today I love seeing you here Mike we just did a season long show <clears throat> we did with all four of us, me, you, uh, Stefania, and Field as well, you're getting pretty sassy on that show. I feel like some of the Mike Clay on our DFS show is cu- sort of bleeding over into the season oh, right? long. Yeah, a little bit.
2: I get sometimes I just have to push back on this show because I don't get the references that I'll make throughout the whole show, so I get a little angry and just start firing back. But, that makes sense. But I will say this: I mean, if you're watching the video product right now, you can see kind of your shirt has a red light on it. Uh, it does I don't, know if, I don't know if Al could see that? See the red light. Well, now it's white. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's, yeah changing it's colors. Because you're wearing a heated sweatshirt, which I didn't even know was a thing, as a battery wow. pack and everything. And I mentioned this before the show, and you're just like, duh, I'm it's wearing a heated my heated sweatshirt, shirt, man. Like well, as one does, right? You didn't know but about it. But that's awesome. Just, I'm, I, it's going to be very distracting in a good way, <laughs> and I want one. I'll I get, need one of these now. I'll
0: get you one for Christmas then. How about okay. that? How does that all sound? All right, deal. Al, do you need a heated sweatshirt all the way out there in uh, <laughs> California? Are you doing All right. <laughs>
1: It's chilly this week. It's like fifty-eight degrees. Fifty-eight.
2: Outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. No yeah I'm wearing eat. a sweatshirt. It's sweatshirt and shorts weather. Yeah. He <laughs> he, need,
2: he needs the other. He needs the other way. Yes. It's A cool down. So yes. Like cool a cool down. down shirt. I love Air it. Air conditioning inside.
0: All right. Unfortunately, uh, for me, Mike crushed me again in week thirteen, and not that was just, a big week. Yeah. Listen, when I say unfortunately for me, I mean, fortunately for everybody else, because as long as people are paying attention to you, Mike Clay, you have been given <laughs> out winners every single week. 173.84 yeah, yeah. points last week for Mike was amazing. I am Dansky came home with our uh, top score two fifteen point four six. But Mike, you are absolutely on a roll crushing it here and we're ready to give out some more this week. Yep. Let's do it. Um, you're right. Yeah.
2: About last month and a half or so we've been, we've been doing well. I know Al has as well. So, uh, we had a, I think last week it was like, uh, I, you know, sometimes you and I have redundant players. I think it was like, I had McLaurin, Garrett Wilson, Christian Watson, just the receivers were huge. They, last week they went off up so and,
0: big and yeah. crushed it for you. Yeah. yeah. Follow our free league over at DraftKings. It uh It is free to play. We will not tell everybody on the internet how much is available to be able to win, but we will tweet out the link for you guys to be able to come join us. So do that. You can play against Mike and I. It's a ton of fun. Follow at Mike Clay NFL. I am at Daniel Dopp. Al is at Al Zeidenfeld on Twitter. You can also follow everything else that Al does through smizzle.tv slash links, all of his YouTube stuff, all of his DFS stuff, everything that you do, Best Buys, it's all there. So mm-hmm. go follow Al there as well. And let's jump into the week fourteen slate. We're talking quarterbacks here, yep. Mike. And where do we start at the quarterback position in week fourteen?
2: Well, I you know, I mentioned the receivers just now. My quarterback last week was Joe Burrow. And he had 30 points against the Chiefs. So oh, he came through good. for us. Had another rushing touchdown, which is something we talked about on the show last week. He's 7K. Uh, he's the fourth highest priced quarterback. I know that he hasn't had a ton of success against the Browns, but I'm not too worried about that because Burrow has been so good and has, has had such a high floor this season in fantasy, at least 16 fantasy points in 11 of his 12 games. Think about that floor you're getting. He's that's averaging huge. just a hair under 24 fantasy points per game over at DraftKings. He's second a quarterback in passing yards and passing touchdowns, and has five rushing touchdowns. That is third most among quarterbacks. Think about that. All the damage he's doing with his arm mm-hmm. and the weapons he has around him. And he's third at quarterback in rushing touchdowns. Think about the other running quarterbacks, like Fields and Hurts and Lamar. He is third in rushing touchdowns <laughs> yeah. at quarterback. Also had 11 carries last week. Joe Burrow had 11 carries. There might have been a couple kneels in there, but he had 11 carries. That's a career high. He's doing it all. He's red hot to pay off three X on 7,000, you need 21 points. He should be able to get there against this Browns defense. Against his
0: Browns defense. Yeah. yeah Love Joe Burrow this week. Loved him last week. Think we keep on rolling with Joe. Al, mm-hmm. which direction you want to go for your tournament plays? Again, if you're just tuning in for the first time, if, and if you're tuning in a week 14, then bless you. Congratulations mm-hmm. for your first time. Mike usually sets well, cash please. lineups. Al usually sets tournament lineups. So Mike or Al for your tournament lineups, which direction are you going at the QB spot?
1: Uh, I'm going to go towards Detroit because that's where the highest total game is on the slate. And it's not even close, like by six points. And usually we spend this segment picking on the Detroit Lions mm. this week. I'm going to pick a Detroit Lion And Jared Goff uh, in home games this year is averaging 22.3 DraftKings points per game. Uh, When he plays indoors, he's averaging 19.7 points per game, and that's opposed to 9.9 points per game when he plays on the road or 9.1 points per game outside. He is both at home and in a dome this week. It's 17 touchdown passes against three interceptions at home. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's it's absolutely ridiculous how much more efficient he is there Uh, and a very small amount of players that he's going to be throwing the ball to, so extremely easy to stack. He's only 5,600 this week. How do you not play? I like he is both cash game and tournament viable. This,
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think both him and Kirk cousins in this game, because of the, mm-hmm. like how, what the scoring expectation is in this game, they're both viable here from a DSFS perspective. Oh yeah. Another quarterback that we really like Jalen hurts $8,100 as well, but Joe Burrow, Jared Goff, uh, Chris Kirk cousins and, Jalen hurts. hurts. Bam. Yep. There we go. All My yeah. last four. Those are the four quarterbacks that we are looking yeah, at little, this week.
2: It's a little shorter of a slate, obviously with six teams on a buy. So yep. uh, that's why mm-hmm. there's not as many names, but we're still just looking for them best possible values
0: last week that we have teams on a buy. So next week we're going to have a full, oh, yeah. full roster of players. All right, let's talk about some running backs here. Obviously Al just talked about Jared Goff. Mike. One of the people that we have been watching is Deandre Swift and how healthy he has been in his return to action. Looked great last week. Thoughts for him on this week?
2: Yeah, his price has plummeted for obvious reasons over the last two months. So much missed time with the injuries, and then he played the limited role, but it seems like he's good to go. And they essentially unleashed him last week, right? Yep. He's only 5,815th in pricing at running back going up against these Vikings, but played 51% of the snaps last week at 18 touches, 111 yards, and a touchdown. Check this out. He has at least 14 fantasy points in every game. He has played more than half the snaps this season. Wow. Which of course he did last week. He's averaging 19.7 points per game during that span. If you look at the full season of running backs, that would be fourth at running. Back. That's how good he's been when he's been on the field in a full go this year. Vikings very good against the run, but top five in receptions and receiving yards allowed to running backs. So it's a good spot for Swift here. I'm buying into the boost in usage. I don't see why it would be scaled back. Good matchup. I'm in on Swift.
0: Yep. We're going to keep monitoring that injury report throughout the week to make sure that Swift is good to go. But at this price, it's so difficult not to yep. put him in your cash lineups. Al, let's look at the Jets here, and we want to talk about a couple of Jets running backs as we have Michael Carter, who has been hurt, might be coming back, might not be, if he doesn't play this week. Would you be looking at Bam Knight with the way that he's handled this running back room? Most certainly, and
1: like I want to believe, when somebody tells me who they are, I want to believe them, and right now, the Jets are telling us that Bam Knight is their guy. Now, he's not playing like 60, 70, 80% of the snaps, but he is getting... A mountain of opportunity, 20 opportunities last week, 15 carries and five uh, targets. The week before that, 17 opportunities, and that was the game before Carter got hurt. He was out snapping and out touching Carter on a per-touch basis. Now, the matchup against the Bills, usually I like to focus on running backs that are at home and favored uh, and that we know where the volume is going to be. I'm like eschewing all of that because of the $5,100 price tag. On Zonovan Knight in this spot. And the matchup with the Bills is not as scary as it has been in the past. Before their bye week, the Bills were allowing 1.5 yards uh, allowed after first contact, which was the toughest mark in the league. They were just great at tackling. Since their bye week, weeks 8 through 13, 2.9 yards allowed after first contact. That's the worst number in the league. So this is a good spot for Knight with 15 plus expected opportunities, at least from me. Uh, For a kid who's been extremely efficient in his first two games as a starter in the
2: NFL.
0: Yeah. We will continue to monitor with Stefania, what Michael Carter is doing this week and how much they expect him. If they expect to have him this week as well, because that would factor in full of practice. So he should be back. Mm -hmm. I expect a two man committee here, two man committee with Mm -hmm. the jets. All right. Let's talk about a couple of other running backs that we like Joe Mixon, $6,900 taking on the Cleveland Browns. We also heard from Stefania on that. She expects him likely to play. Kenneth Walker, the third dealing with an ankle injury at 6,800. Someone again, to be able to monitor Dalvin Cook, $7,300. Mike likes him a lot. And Travis Henry, uh, Travis Henry, Travis ETN, <laughs> $6,400 taking on the Tennessee Titans and Derrick Henry. Travis ETN has had a couple of down weeks here, but still getting a lot of volume in this offense, Mike.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's been uh good. And I'm, I just, is, you know, see, uh, the Seahawks kind of beat up at running back Travis Henry coming back. Yeah. That's what, that's Travis, is. Okay. That's what it is. You know, who yes. knows? I mean, you know, they're, <laughs> been a rough go for them.
0: All right. Geico wants to ask, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Ooh, I would. Yeah, of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help, like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV, even help with your homeowners or renter's coverage, plus add an easy-to-use mobile app available, 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico really is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways that you could save. It's simple. Go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. All, all right. right, Mike. <clears throat> We're going to talk about more about this Lions-Vikings game. It's just such a high-scoring game. You want to, at the wide receiver position, want to talk about one of these wide receivers, where you want to go here.
2: Yeah, so I'm, I almost feel like I'm stealing from Al here because he's been talking about, like, what, the last couple of weeks. Maybe it's just in our text, like, yeah, I'm is. on Rye every week, right? Like every just, week. And All the sh- time. And sure enough, I go and I bring up the values and my projections and, and you know, hit refresh and update everything this week. Who's the number one value at wide receiver? Here in week 14, Amon Ross, St. Brown, eight or more touches, 80 plus yards in four straight games, averaging 27.2 fantasy points per game during the span. Just like last year, he is picking it up when it counts the most. He missed one game this year. Also, remember, there were two games he played where he was very limited. He only mm-hmm. played like a combined 32 snaps oh, or something. Still, including those weeks, fifth at wide receiver in catches and eighth in touchdowns with six this season. And of course, great match at Minnesota. Second most fantasy points, most catches, most yards allowed to receivers, the most fantasy points allowed over the past eight weeks. It's been a struggle. They might get Cam Dansler back this week. It doesn't matter for Amon He's usually in the slot. So uh, all systems go here for really this lions offense. They're in yep. a really good spot. I like Swift and uh yeah, two Animized two Lions man. here. Two I'm, two of my four players I'm featuring are both lions. Not players, Daniel, playing against the Lions. No. Two players on the lions. On so the it's lions. a big switch. It's a big Things switch. Things are trending up.
0: How does that do you feel confidence in that? Do you like like trust in Lions?
2: I do. I'm buying it. I mean, the O-line is so good. We knew that. Goff's been serviceable and we knew they had the skill guys right now. Absolutely. and Jameson Williams' role is just going to increase
0: and Ra is a legit superstar. Five weeks ago, this team was one and six. They're now five and seven. They are not shutting it down towards the end of the season. As you nope. see some teams do that, this team is not going to be one of those teams. No,
2: they're still in this. They're favored mm-hmm. in this game and if they win, they're in the playoff race. Absolutely. That was the
1: most shocking thing. Like when I was going through and making my list for the week and writing down the spreads and the totals and the implied team totals and I looked down it's like the Vikings are... Underdogs
0: the to the the Lions in Week 14 yeah. <laughs> against a five and seven Lions. Yeah, it's probably been a while. Yeah, yeah it <laughs> probably has been a while. I mean, how mm-hmm. much of that might be in part to the fact that Jeff Okuda just shut down Justin Jefferson in Week Three when they did this, in spite of the fact that Al, you maybe want to believe that Justin Jefferson can can maybe rebound here this week.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to bet on lightning striking twice there with the a okay, guy who has okay. been absolutely <laughs> tremendous, 10 plus targets and a touchdown in four of his last five games. Uh, The only exception to that was the game that they got absolutely boat raced by the Cowboys, 40 to three. I don't see that happening against the Lions, right? The Cowboys defensive DVOA way different than the Lions defensive DVOA, uh, averaging 22 fantasy points per game. He's an absolute monster. And if we're going to play golf and we're going to play Swift and we're going to play Amon Ross St. Brown, why not just bring it back with Justin Jefferson?
0: Well... So I'm not off Justin Jefferson. My response could mm-hmm. be because there's a lot of guys in this Vikings offense. There's I also sort of like this yes. week. <laughs> there's, I think a lot of options, both as comebacks and as you're like double stack options. I mean, mm-hmm. wide receivers that we like here, you could also go with Adam Thielen, obviously from this standpoint and not, not just from this Vikings team. A lot of wide receivers just on the slate that we like yeah. this week.
2: And by the way, speaking of the Vikings, OKJ OK, Osborne, Osborne and Thielen had a good game the first time these yep. teams played mm-hmm. because it wasn't Jeff, just Okuda on Jefferson. He had help, right? And that opened up the the floodgates essentially for the other two receivers. So something to think about if you're setting a tournament lineup. If you set a bunch, maybe mix a little Osborne, a little and maybe Osborne. some Thielen in there. I think that could pay off, especially if they uh, go with the same game plan on Detroit side. And guess what? They probably will. Cause they had Justin Jefferson at one of his worst games ever in that first game between these teams.
0: I'll tell you what, there's a revenge another,
2: game possibility for TJ. I, I was just going to say one more pass
0: catcher him. that we're going to talk about. All right. A couple of the wide receivers though, real quick Garrett Wilson, again, $5,900 Wilson is fantasy's fifth highest scorer during the last two weeks of the Mike white experience. He's had 23 targets, for two hundred and fifty-seven yards and a pair of touchdowns. I know yep. it's a tough matchup against the Bills, but sub six K for so much volume, Mike Clay.
2: Yeah, the Bills have not been dominant against receivers. Tre'Davious White's still a situational player, so not to not terribly worried about that matchup.
0: Adam Thielen, forty-nine hundred. If you want a cheaper option against the Lions, Zay Jones, forty-seven hundred. Taken on Tennessee, Jamar Chase in his second week back, taken on Cleveland. Love Jamar Chase this week. Nico Collins also a really good cheap play here, forty-four hundred dollars. Taking on Dallas, uh, but we expect Nico Collins to be heavily utilized as he has been recently. And then Jerry Judy, $5,400, taking on Kansas City in and, and a game in which we expect, hopefully, Kansas City is going to score a lot of points and Denver is going to have to find a way to keep up. So expectations would uh, be Judy can be involved.
2: Yeah, and Judy, uh, he is you know a little foreshadowing. He's not in my lineup yet. He may end up there. Uh, when I made my lineup, that was before Cortland Sutton was essentially ruled out, right? Yep. So Judy's kind of on the upswing. He's an outstanding value at that price point. He was back last week, was limited, still at like, what, 64 yards or something in that game. He was really good before he went down. So yeah. uh, Judy's a guy that should be a staple in cash games this week.
0: Well, with, if Cortland Sutton ends up not going, I don't think it would just be Jerry Judy. Like Greg Dolchich would have to be someone you'd have yes. to consider too, right?
2: Yes, absolutely. Uh, may, might be in my lineup. We're going to ta- oh, oh. Oh, talk about him right now. Okay. I see what you did there. Uh yeah, we'll we'll get to this later. It's gonna be very easy to be like, I like I see a lot of value in Denver this week. Yeah, because Sutton with <laughs> Sutton's price low too. He's not gonna play, but uh that offense can't score points. It's gonna be tough. But there's a value. And to your point, yes, uh leading the tight end values this week is Greg Dulcich for me. Ninth in pricing at just thirty four hundred. It's such a low number. He was the number two scoring tight end last week, six catches, eighty-five yards. He had eight targets. That's the second most uh, he has seen in a game this season. And the thing is, and there was actually a quote where from one of the coaches that he's basically being utilized as a wide receiver. That's going to be more so the case this week with no Cortland Sutton. And look, he's run around with 74% of their pass plays since he's made his team debut. It's a good situation. It's gonna be a lot of volume here and they're playing the chiefs. They've allowed 24 touchdowns through the air this year. That is most in the NFL. So, uh, everything sets up Good for Dulcich. You really just need him to get to double digit fantasy points to pay off this price
0: point. He should get there. Absolutely. Thirty four hundred is not a lot. And going up against nope. a team, like there's a matchup where you would expect they would have to be utilized. So they're gonna have to throw. Yeah. Gonna have to. Al, you like another tight end, cheaper mm-hmm. tight end, Chigo conku to be able to look at yeah. twenty seven hundred dollars. If you want to save a little bit of money, what do you like about him this week?
1: Uh a couple of things. One, he's extremely cheap, and if I'm gonna pay up for a lot of the options in that Minnesota Detroit game, we have to find a little bit of a salary relief valve. And not only can he pay off this on the volume that he's gotten the last couple of weeks with five targets in each of the last two games, he's been targeted on 28.1% of his routes this season and is getting a bigger role week after week after week. The only other two tight ends who've been targeted on 28% plus of their routes this year Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews. They're pretty good options. Now, usually if I'm looking at a player in this price range, sub 3K at tight end, We're looking at somebody, well, maybe they can get us four catches for 45 yards. And then we're just kind of happy with that, right? They get uh, short catches. They fall down after the catch. Not very athletic. That's not the case with Okonkwo. A 41-yard gain against Philadelphia, 31 against Green Bay, 41 against Denver, and a 48-yarder against Kansas City. Anybody who has that sort of big splash ability at the tight end position can be a game changer for you at 2700 because if he is if one of those long catches ends in that area of the field, that's like got all the pretty paint on the ground, you get an extra six points for that. That's fantastic at 2,700.
0: Yeah. And we got to still see with this offense, because I think there is still, there is uncertainty around Traylon Burks, whether mm-hmm. or not he's going to play this week. So if they mm-hmm. don't have him and we just open up more option opportunities within that passing game, Al, sure. so $2,700, a great price point. Yep. Another tight end that we like, and I know that we alluded to this, T.J. Hawkinson, if you wanted to fight another person to be able to start in that game, $5,100. I'll bet you no tight end knows those linebackers in that secondary the way that T.J. Hawkinson does. (laughs) If you want to start him this week against the Detroit Lions and then David Njoku, $3,900 against Cincinnati Bengals. We love David Njoku as well. Yes, we do. All right, Mike Clay. Here we go. Week 14 head-to-head lineups. All right, let's put another winner out there. We're going Joe Burrow at quarterback. Okay. The
2: same as last week. DeAndre Swift and Travis Etienne are the running two backs running this backs. week. And yep. I'm
0: actually going with the
2: receiver in the flex this week. So just two running backs Ooh. here. Uh, wide receivers, Amadra St. Brown, Adam Thielen, both from that same game. Zay Jones is just, man, the guy gets so much volume. Uh, even last week at a dud week, uh, Amari, Amari Cooper is in the flex here. Greg Dulcich, a tight end and I'm um, paying up for a defense. Dallas, Dallas, Dallas against Houston. Uh, wow. Davis Mills back in there, a quarterback, but uh, Dallas is just so good defensively. Great matchup. I'm going to pay up for
0: him. $3,800 paying up for defense. Is this the first time that you've like paid up, paid up for defenses? Uh,
2: probably not this high. I would bet I, if I had to put money on, I'd say this is probably the highest the or highest. the most I've Uh, paid for a defense, but we have enough value elsewhere. We could afford to do it this week.
0: Totally. And we'll see as we always do what happens with the injury report and what other values maybe present itself Uh to us later on in the week. Right. My lineup for this week, as of right now, I'm going to start with Kirk cousins under center. I'm going to do Deandre Swift, just like, Mike did with Deonta Foreman, $5,400 taken on Seattle. He is questionable right now. Need him to fall in the end zone, but we'll see trying to pay down at the running back position. It's because I paid up for both Jamar Chase and Amon Ross St. Brown, as well as TJ Hawkinson. I've also got Adam Thielen in my flex with Nico Collins, $4,400 and the Jets Uh defense. So I have five people in this Vikings-Lions game. That's a lot. You better hope it's not 10-7. And this is the thing. I think I, I, like, I've like. i got to find a way to be able to diversify just a little bit more. But Mike, I love all of the values for yeah. every single one of them. That's the problem.
2: I do too. I think this is a really good uh, looking lineup and you're paying 1100 less than me at defense and that opens up a little bit more for you to get like someone like Chase in there. Obviously, we have to keep an eye on Foreman uh, missing practice, but uh, I like it. Looks good.
0: We'll see how it yeah. keeps working out. All right, Al, give us your tournament lineup here for week 14.
1: So I'm going to start with Jared Goff. I'm going to go from <gasps> him to Ezekiel Elliott at the uh, 6,100 at running back. I believe that Tony Pollard is the better, more talented running back, beats him in every metric. But right now, Ezekiel Elliott playing more than 55, 54% of the snaps uh, and getting the majority of the touches at running back. So give me the guy with the volume for 600 less. Right. I'm going to take a chance on James Cook maintaining some of the volume that he saw last week with 20 opportunities. If he gets 15 plus at 4,600, he's going to absolutely smash. Justin Jefferson, Amon Ross, St. Brown, DJ Chark Jr. at wide receivers. So wow. there's the yeah, double wow. stack and bring back Pat Friar at 4,500. Aaron Wilson, Wilson at 5,900 to correlate with James Cook as the secondary stack. And I had to punt off defense completely with Carolina going up against Seattle. But like, I don't hate that with as much no. pressure as the Panthers have gotten on opposing quarterbacks, specifically the last three weeks.
0: Agreed.
2: Yeah, I think we're past the point of the pricing being so tough. You yeah. can't set a good lineup. Mm-hmm. We're back. I mean, oh, there's six times, six teams on a buy here and we're still putting together pretty, you know what I mean? There's no like you need a three K punt like Brandon Powell just right. to make a serviceable lineup. Like mm-hmm. this is, this is good stuff.
0: Al correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember watching you this offseason again, against smizzle.tv slash links. And you were open up a bunch <laughs> of packs uh, yep. for the rainmakers game. And if I, if I'm not mistaken, was DJ Chark mm-hmm. not your first rainmaker card.
1: He was the first one I pulled in August. That's what I thought. Yeah. Are you stoked you finally get to use him now? Do I like this pull? Do I not (laughs) like
0: this (laughs) (laughs) pull? Now, here in week 14, finally usable for you, here, buddy. Hopefully, you can bring home some cash. I hope so. I hope so. It's about time you win some money. All right. That's yeah, going to do it for <laughs> us here for week 14. We'll be back next week. Like we always are. Follow yep. at my Clay NFL at Al Zeidenfeld. I am at Daniel Dopp. A reminder, please don't forget to love each other. We love you guys. Be kind to yourself. You deserve it. We can't wait to see you guys tomorrow. We'll see you on the Friday show and we'll see you next week. Peace. He's a NASCAR guy with a basement shrine, a Langford fan for life. Chargers are off to a terrible start, but that won't change his mind. Matching up all the cornerbacks, touchdown regression and weekly stats, but if your team falls flat, he's the one to blame. He's a